three, two, one, and we are live. Thank you for tuning in. In this session, I'm going to talk about becoming an author because I am seeing a lot of struggling authors out there trying to make a living by going in this direction and doing what they love because I think a lot of authors are passionate about what they're writing about. That's why they're doing it. But it's an art form and in order to share your art with the world, you have to self-promote endlessly. You have to work harder marketing your content versus creating it. And that's what I've been learning about as I'm getting into creating books. A little background, I've recently over the past year been getting into writing books i've written some business advice books i've created and illustrated children's books which i'm super passionate about because i'm doing what i loved when i was a child which is writing and illustrating books i uh, was actually doing that when i was quite young and by getting back in touch with this i was in corporate marketing and it's uh, it was fun, it was creative, but I wanted to unleash more creativity. So over the past year, I've created over a dozen children's books. Actually, within the span of a month, I had written and illustrated over a dozen children's books with probably 20 to 30 more ideas just waiting in the wings of more books that I could write and illustrate. I published all my books on Amazon. I re received several reviews for one of my favorites based on my current relationship with my girlfriend, which is called Two Giraffes. So I've been getting some great reviews there. But what I've been learning is that just creating my books is really not good enough. And coming from a marketing background, you have to do so much more in order to be a successful author. So I wanna go over some of the tips that I've come across that I just wanna share with you and hopefully you'll feel inspired to try some of these out. Number one, if you're waiting, you're writing, but you're not creating or you're not publishing or you're not sharing with the world. With self-publishing, you can essentially be an author in one day. You can take whatever writing you have, put it into an ebook and publish it on Amazon. So there's no excuse for becoming an author. That's not the challenge. The challenge is becoming the marketer. So one suggestion I would have is to start a blog or a hub. I've looked at other authors and this is how they've built some sort of a following. They have a hub for all of their materials. It helps them stay focused. It helps them collect their thoughts. So if you don't have a blog, I would suggest creating one because 
with a blog, you can share tips, advice, tutorials, lessons that your potential fan base will, will migrate to. They'll be ecstatic to consume your content. It's a way for you to give away your free writing so that one day, perhaps, the individual who's reading your writing will turn into a paid customer, an avid fan of your actual book that's been published. Blogging is the tool that'll get you on the internet. It will help you with your ranking in Google. If somebody's searching for a romance novelist or a children's writer or a nonfiction business writer, your content on your blog will help drive traffic to all the different pieces of content you're creating. If you think that just writing a book is good enough, that's not going to get your name out there. You should set up a domain name with your name. I have Trevor Cars with two S's, cars2s.com. I have that. And this is where I create a bunch of different content. I write, I create courses, I write books, I illustrate, I just do all these different things. It's the hub for what I enjoy. I have an email list where I give out life lessons. And they're just fun little bite-sized life lessons. And certainly you're welcome to check that out on my website. But this is what I've created. And this is what I suggest every author has, is a basic website where you have the hub. This is your hub for everything. It, you can have your links to social media on your website. You can drive traffic to your social media. You can drive traffic to your website via social media. You can have this, this omnidirectional presence in the sense that you're creating content in multiple areas. Because if you're self-publishing, this is the only way to stand out. And a traditional publisher isn't going to jump on you if you are unknown. The likelihood of you capturing a publishing deal if you have no following, if you have no presence, is slim to none. Publishers are not going to jump. Because I've talked to several authors and a traditional publisher needs to see some sort of a success measure, some sort of a potential. Now, if you're good enough and you have the tenacity and you can handle months and months of rejections and perhaps feedback that will discourage you, then you could go the traditional publishing route. Back in 2000, 1999, 2000, I'm not entirely sure what year, but J.K. Rowling had to hit up dozens of publishers just to get her book noticed. And now Harry Potter is one of the most successful children's book series of all time. But she had to work hard for it. She had to self-promote to these traditional publishers. And it was not easy. But then if you look at 
more recent books like Fifty Shades of Grey that was created via self-publishing. That was driven by the author's determination to stand out. And then it became a groundswell of word of mouth, of PR, of, of just easy marketing because her, her work was so unique that everyone was latching on. When you're unknown, you need to do something to stand out and be noticed. And your blog is a way to stand out. Now, maybe you're more picture heavy. You're more of an illustrator when it comes to authoring books. Well, you can do a photo heavy blog or you could create content on many different platforms. You could be on Pinterest. If your target market is mostly women, you can jump on that for social media. You can have your, your books mentioned on all these different platforms. Because just having your book on Amazon isn't going to work. Just a few stats. There's over 500,000 books that are published every year, and I'm sure it's just going to increase. Uh, most of them are lost the minute they're published. So if you plan on self-publishing, the book will be lost in the list of all the other books. So self-promotion is necessary. The average book makes $100 in its lifespan. And this is because probably 499,000 of those books never received the kind of self-promotion that was necessary for them to be successful. So you have a huge distribution towards the left of low-quality books that aren't really published effectively. They're not promoted effectively. Things like ebook cover designs. Nobody pays any attention to that, but having a unique design that stands out, it's clean and simple, without all that stock photography can do wonders for your book sales. Having a book description on your sales page can do wonders as people are reading your books. Reviews are critical. You should be starting conversations with people. Don't be spammy. Give away advanced copies of your book. And if it's on digital, you can give away free copies. And then don't force these five-star reviews. Just ask openly and honestly if somebody would like to leave a review. And if they would prefer to do it on a different platform, that's fine. Take any kind of assistance that somebody's willing to offer you. Take every piece of advice and use it as feedback for your, your next artwork for your next piece of content, for your next iteration. Take the feedback, improve, and iterate time and time again. 
but please don't spam people asking for exactly what you want because getting what you want isn't going to happen without some elbow grease. So you need to give. You need to give, and in exchange, you might receive. I reach out to about 50 people a day in order to get reviews. 50 people just to share my book. And then I give a link. If they're willing to leave a review, they may do so. But at the very end, I just want them to consume the book and enjoy it. And I'm happy with that. Amazon doesn't do review swapping. So if you plan on swapping reviews with people, with other fellow authors, the reviews will be taken down. But if you're giving advanced copies, whether they're digital or paper version to people and they happen to leave a review on Amazon, that appears to be acceptable because how else can you get your your book out there? Well, you could offer a free promotion through Amazon. So if you set up your books for self-publishing, you can go to kdp.amazon.com and you can publish your books via this platform. And it'll allow you to promote and advertise your book so you can set up free promotions. And the free promotion will allow you to do five days of free ebook promotions and then you have to wait another 90 days in order to do another giveaway promotion. So you can do it this way, set up a free promotion, and then share the Amazon link directly with people who would be interested in your book. Focus on your niche, people who would be interested in consuming your content. You can set up a countdown deal so you can discount the book. Maybe your book is $4.99. You can have it on sale for $0.99. Cents. You can set that up through Amazon. So those are two ways to promote, but I don't think that's enough. You need to do more. That's why the blog is important. It allows you to sh share your opinions, express your knowledge, build credibility for what it is you're doing Starting those conversations is absolutely critical to build that following. If you want to build a following, you need to have these community conversations. You need to put yourself out there. And I believe most authors would be introverts and that they're, they're very much focused on their craft. And you are able to do that. There's several authors who don't even use social media who are quite successful just have that brand but if you're starting out you might need to be noticed you might need to shout you might need to let people know you exist if you have a long list of connections people who love what you do then you're already a step ahead because email marketing is a fantastic way to Share your work with the world. Building an email list is critical if that's the way you want to go. 
But what you want to do is get those reviews in if you want your book to have any kind of impression. If you have 10 reviews on a book, ideally you're shooting for over a 4 out of 5. I try to go for a 4.5 or above, but it all depends on the quality of the content and the reader decides what kind of review they want to leave. I never push anything on them. So if you're getting quite a few reviews that aren't acceptable to you, then that's an indicator that you need to improve your craft. You need to improve the work that you're putting out there. You can't force somebody to give you better reviews. So aim for 10 reviews, and that gives you an idea of the kind of success or the kind of quality your content is. I believe there are these algorithms in Amazon, and they determine the popularity of your book based on a number of reviews. So what will happen is they'll actually promote on their back end your book more often if you have, say, 20 to 50 reviews on your book. But of course, this algorithm changes and there's no set rule as to how many reviews you need in order to start getting noticed. But it almost not focused too much on the reviews. It's just one piece of the marketing channel. You don't have to focus too, too much on it. What I do is I go into Facebook groups and I message fellow members and connect with them and have conversations with them. And that's how I start the dialogue for perhaps gathering a review. I contribute to the groups and I'm involved in these communities. And that's what I would recommend that you do is you choose several communities that you can be involved in. In terms of social media, I would recommend, just based on what I'm seeing, Twitter. I would recommend Facebook. I'd recommend Goodreads. I'd recommend forums in your niche. I would recommend Pinterest if you want to be more visual. Instagram is taking off in terms of building a brand. So I'm just going to talk briefly about each one. Twitter is valuable in the sense that you can search for hashtags in your niche. You can do hashtag romance, and then you can maybe use those hashtags in your tweets to have your book show up for that popular hashtag. So that's how you broadcast. But then you also want to listen. So you can go to those hashtags, search those hashtags, and follow the conversations. Reply to people. Maybe somebody will say, hey, any recommendations for a romance book? That's your cue to start a dialogue with them. These people are looking to buy your book. You just have to let them know that you exist. Look to help them out. So Twitter is very valuable in that sense. And reshares are quite popular. So somebody can retweet what you've sent out. If a link is good enough, 
to your book. Maybe you have content that you're sharing, valuable educational content related to your niche. And somebody retweets that with their network. Then that means you might have a group of people, a new group of people looking at your content that you never had before. This is incredibly valuable. And this is why so many authors use Twitter. Once again, don't be too spammy. Don't just share your links with anyone and everyone. Don't go on a tweet frenzy. Listen. See what people are looking for. And jump in when you think it's appropriate. There's a saying that you shouldn't send something that you would feel uncomfortable receiving. So think about that when you're about to hit the send button. Figure out if this is something that's going to add value or are you just annoying somebody. So think, about, think a little bit about that before you hit the send. And this applies to all social media. Facebook is incredibly valuable. I highly recommend you join multiple groups in your niche. I believe you can hit you can hit up a hundred groups. So you can join a hundred groups. Imagine if you connected with a hundred groups in your niche and you just did self-promotions day in, day out on those groups. You interacted with people, you helped people out. And they might reach out and say, hey, like, what do you do? And then that gives you the opportunity to share what it is you do. These Facebook groups are incredibly powerful because now you're part of a community that can help motivate you. And as an author, sometimes motivation is the struggle to continue when you know that your book is only bringing in the kind of money that can buy you maybe a latte once a week maybe. Well, if you're part of these groups, you'll feel motivated. And you'll feel like you'll want to hustle and you want to wake up and provide and give valuable content. I've recently been getting into Goodreads, which is owned by Amazon. Goodreads is very much community feel for books. So if you're an author, this is a great way to have conversations. Once again, Goodreads has groups, just like Facebook, where you can go in and have conversations with people in your in your niche. If you have business books, you can join a business book group and start having the dialogue, offer advice. And this is highly relevant because everyone on here loves to read books. This is why they're on Goodreads. So there's a good chance that they're looking for a book just like yours. So have the dialogue. Spend the time to optimize your profile on Goodreads because it has a review system as well, just like Amazon. So you would want to ensure that your books are highly reviewed and that you're getting honest reviews. And these come naturally. If you just start communicating and participating. You can certainly check out other forums. There are Amazon forums, but just be careful is that you can't really self-promote your link, okay? You can't 
just share your links. Then you'll get banned. You'll get removed. So what you want to do is focus again on helping people in these forums, answering questions, providing solid answers. There's so many forums out there. Figure out the ones that are relevant to you and start getting involved. Pinterest, again, if we're looking at visual, Pinterest is a good way. This is especially powerful for women because you can have covers of your books on your Pinterest account. So this just helps, again, with exposure. I myself am not on Pinterest, but I'm looking at this as a new channel, a new avenue, so that I can just display my artwork. And further to that, Instagram. If you're on Instagram, share your, your life stories, share your, your daily happenings, share your behind the scenes on Instagram. With photos, you can really stand out. You can have those conversations. Just like Twitter, Instagram has hashtags, so you can find out what people are talking about within your hashtag. Go to romance hashtag. and Careful with the hashtag there, though. I'm not sure if you'll get all the appropriate photos. Maybe do ro hashtag romance books. And you can go through and look at the top posts and perhaps even comment on these images. Start trying to build a following by connecting to people on Instagram. Build a following there. Make sure that you have a link to your website on your Instagram profile. It's straightforward because once you start having the dialogues, people will check out your profile. They'll click your website. Then they might buy your books. You can go extreme with social media. Ideally, you make it productive for you. Ideally, you spend a minimum of 30 minutes a day just on these social media platforms. But you could spend hours. Depending on how quickly you want to accelerate your following, your success, you might want to get more and more involved on social media. But don't let it suck you in. Don't let it distract you from the importance of your art. I've seen some authors spend 12 plus hours a day just self-promoting, whether it be through forums or through Twitter or just through the various conversations. That's what they do. They go to events. They have interviews. That's another piece to consider is interviews with other authors because other authors have blogs. So perhaps having an interview with them will help you gain the traffic from their site to yours because that's what you want is traffic from another site. That's incredibly valuable inbound marketing. So if you do quite a few interviews with people and then say, hey, I'll share this video on my blog and then you can share it on yours and this is cross-pollination which is going to do wonders for you versus just sitting in isolation, creating, and then not reaching out. 
So reach out to blogs that allow guest blogging or interviews so that you can share your knowledge so that you're not just writing on your blog, but you're writing on others. And you have a link back to your site at the end. This will do incredible wonders for your organic traffic. And then as a result, you might see significant sales increases if you just keep plugging away. But doing a guest blog at least once a week wouldn't be a bad idea. Doing an interview once or twice a week wouldn't be a bad idea. Maybe you can do it more. It's worthwhile to give it an experiment. Give it a try. Share these videos, these clips, these words, these images through your own social media to let people know that you exist. Maybe even consider starting your own channel through YouTube or through a podcast. Created a video on podcasting. Definitely check that out. But it's not that complicated to do all of this self-promotion but you want to make it fun i run into people that don't enjoy it other authors that don't enjoy the process of self-promotion i think it's because they're maybe trying to self-promote in a spammy way they're not actually talking with joy about what it is they're doing but if you can find some sort of a medium where you actually enjoy doing this day in and day out, then it becomes not so much self-promotion, but just authentic expression. Like this podcast here is incredible for me because I'm able to just talk for a while and just share my knowledge. And it's something about it that makes it seem effortless. But in a sense, it's a self-promotional tactic in, in that you can now check me out, you can find me. Because I'm now putting myself out there with unique content. When it comes to authoring books, if you're just creating books, you're shortchanging yourself in terms of revenue streams. If you have a YouTube channel, you have the opportunity to perhaps monetize it and make money through your YouTube channel. If you have a podcast, you have a chance to monetize that through sponsorships and advertising. You could start off at the beginning of your podcast mentioning perhaps books or other podcasts in your niche, or and you can get paid a certain amount depending on how many listeners you have. So increase the revenue streams. You can add an e-commerce page to your website where you're selling stuffed animals, clothing, mugs, t-shirts, tote bags, you name it. You can do all this. I was actually just Googling something about how I could take my children's books and turn them into stuffed animals. And I wanted to find out what kind of platform was out there for that. And I came across this website called Budsies, B-U-D-S-I-E-S, Budsies. And I learned that I could send them my artwork and they'll actually create like a giraffe. If I'm sending them a giraffe art piece and they'll actually create a stuffed animal out of it. And I'm thinking, this is brilliant. 
And you could do that. You could set up an e-commerce page where you're selling toys, you're selling merchandise. And that helps supplement your income in the sense that you're now providing multiple streams of sales products. You're, you're now giving people what they want because they want maybe more than just a book. Maybe they want to feel the experience and live with the book and engage with it. And you could do that with different merchandise on your website. And you can set that up through Shopify or you can set that up even through like a WordPress. You can easily set all that up to create an author page with merchandise and your own little store. You can carve a niche out for yourself. Diversifying your revenue streams is just like your stock portfolio. It's just like how you put your money in the bank and you you spread it out among different investment vehicles. This is what you want to do for your, your authoring. You want to create a business out of it. So I think it's critical that you, you spread yourself out so that you're covering multiple different streams, multiple different areas, and the successful authors are doing this. You could even almost create courses about what you know. If your books are more nonfiction related, this might be a great idea for you is to create courses around your books. Again, you're driving more traffic. If you have a digital version of your book, consider setting up a transcription thing where you can have it on audiobook or create the paperback version. CreateSpace is a, another website where you can have the paperback version. Audible is a platform where you can have the audiobook version. So it gives you those multiple opportunities to create content in different formats because your fans might want different formats and you should see what they want and then give it to them. Now in terms of pricing, you can set your pricing so that it's $0.99 cents to start. If you're getting going, I suppose you could use this strategy. Personally, you put all this time and effort into your book, and then you're going to go and self-promote. Why self-promote a $0.99 cent book? Why not just self-promote a $3 book or a $4 book? Why not just work harder to to sell those extra books because it could take forever to sell one book. So if you're going to put the effort in, why not just approach yourself from the aspect of higher quality? Why compete with the other 499,000 books that are 99 cents? Like, why not just price yourself a little higher because then people will take you more seriously. Approach this seriously. Don't play around. Now, your strategy is to just give away 
all your books and not make so much of a living on this, then 99 cents might be fine. It's certainly a good strategy to start because then you can make and build a list of people interested in you, a list of fans, and you can sell them on future books. That's certainly a good tip to, to go in that direction. Nothing wrong with that. But ideally, you know, you do that for a couple of weeks and then maybe increase your price to a reasonable amount. Because if your material is good, which it should be, if you're going to publish, make it good. And that's the way to do it, is to look at the pricing. Your online advertising is another option to get your books out there in terms of accelerated growth. I I think online ads are a great way to increase your traffic, but it's not a profitable way. I hope you're not just dependent on these pay-per-click ads. You can set them up through Amazon, Facebook, and maybe if you have business books, LinkedIn might be a good place to do some advertising really depends on your niche figure out what ad platform would make sense for you maybe it's google for ads it's going to drive traffic to your books but it might not convert to sales because what's happening is is you're spending 50 cents a click and People will land on your page and maybe a lot of people will click away. They won't be interested in buying. So your profit margins are slim to none. And if anything, you're probably going to have a loss unless your book is of higher value. So I, I hope that if you're doing this online advertising that you're doing it because you're just trying to increase your, your traffic. And this is a necessary cost. Organic traffic is way better. If you're going to spend the time building ads, you might as well just instead spend the time building interviews, guest blogs, all that stuff. That's going to do more wonders for you long term because that content lives on. Advertising online does not live forever. You have to pay for it. Day in, day out, you have to keep paying for it. And the minute you stop paying for it, it disappears. So online ads are good short-term growth tactics, but not long-term. Now, in terms of ghostwriting, maybe you want to increase the amount of books that you have. And I've seen a lot of people in business try to do this, and I've actually experimented with ghostwriting, so I can speak to this. Uh, it makes you inauthentic if you're publishing books that you didn't write. You become a salesperson and not an author. And you're not fooling anyone. Unless you're Gary Vaynerchuk, because he has many books, and he's never written a book in his, in his life, and he's also rarely ever read books. And yet he has a number of books under his name, highly ranked, on Amazon as some of the best business and marketing books out there and yet he hasn't written any of his books it's all sales and marketing for him and it's a successful business for him James Patterson is actually one of the most popular 
authors in the world. He makes more money than even Stephen King. And he does this by hiring ghostwriters to write his books for him. He has outlines of the books that he wants written. And he gives it over to a student, somebody in university that can just write the book for him. And then he publishes publishes the book under his name. If you notice the quality of his books, you'll see like the quality isn't great and the reviews aren't great. He has a team of marketers just promoting endlessly to get his book out there. So he's not actually a real bona fide author, not like Stephen King. Stephen King's an actual author. He, James Patterson's a business person, and his product is books. And that's, that's his take on it. There's no right or wrong way as to how you want to approach it. But if you're an author, you still need to approach it from a sales and marketing span if you want to sell any of your books. If, if you are able to write your book, you become more authentic, you'll have a dedicated following, and you'll have people who, who love you. They'll love you specifically and what you're doing. If you're a businessman, it'll require a little bit more self-promotion, a little bit more advertising, a little bit more marketing, just to finesse it, make it appear like you actually wrote the book. But uh, I'm not for or against ghostwriting. I've had several books written, and I spent about $60 to get a 30-page book written. And the quality was subpar. And I made a few sales on them, but I had some bad reviews. And overall, it wasn't really helping with my brand. So I didn't feel good about self-promoting that book. I didn't feel good about sharing that book with others. I didn't feel like it was the kind of book that I would want to buy. So... I didn't feel good about that. If you go on YouTube, you'll actually find quite a few people that talk about how to make $100,000 on Amazon in like a year. All these people are sales and marketing people. They spend their days marketing their books. They They don't actually write their own books. They have a lot of different pen names. They have multiple Amazon accounts. These aren't people that actually are authors. They're sort of flooding the Amazon market with content that isn't necessarily that good. But because they're able to gather immense numbers of reviews based on massive email lists that they've built, and I don't know how they built it, they're able to just flood the market with their own ghost-written books. And people will latch on and they'll, they'll jump to it for sure. You're going to get somebody that's willing to pay $2.99 for a book. It's not a big deal to, to get somebody in there. And there's plenty of people that are reading books, so it doesn't take much. If you're good at self-promoting, you can easily get over the hump. People not of... People maybe not wanting to buy a crappy book. Well, you can have a low-quality book, and if you're good at marketing, then 
shouldn't be a problem, right? You can easily get your book out there. You can even bypass all the reviews. But over time, the reviews are going to hurt you and you're not going to make as much as you could. You get to a certain point where you have enough reviews and enough sales and the book starts selling on its own. And that's, I guess, where you want to get to. There's some people on Amazon that have hundreds of books. They never wrote a single one of them. And it is an interesting strategy. A lot of successful people who are self-proclaimed authors have gone this route. And I guess I can't fault them for understanding that there's a kink in the system and that becoming an author can be easier. But if you're authentic and you're, you're an author who is actually an author, who writes their own content, who, who, who puts out the content there genuinely, then I think all these tips can be useful to you. And, and then if you're a business person and you're just trying to sell someone else's books under your name, I think this content works for you as well. I hope that you go with the latter in terms of being an author. You don't get too caught up in the get-rich-quick schemes because that's going to be difficult for you. It's going to be difficult for you to feel good at the end of the day that this is what you're building. But if you have content that you've actually passionately created, it's so much easier to, to share that with the world. It's so much easier. You'll actually want to self-promote yourself. I am going to wrap this up. There are certainly ways to do this with traditional publishing. If you've got the following, then you can certainly jump in and, and do that. I don't feel totally confident in talking too much about traditional publishing because it's a difficult area to get into and I'm not in I'm not in it, so I can't talk to it. In terms of editors, you can go find your own editor easily. Uh, you can find it on any platforms out there that offer freelance services, Upwork, Fiverr. You can even find ghostwriters through there if that's your approach. So you can find somebody to edit. Or you can just share your book with other people, and then you might be able to get free editing reviews. So that's another approach. People just naturally give me their feedback, and I feel like in that sense, that's those are my editors. My community would be my editors. So that's all I can say to that. I hope that you become successful at the end of the day. I hope that you can become an author and that it becomes something that drives revenue for you. I'm not sure about this whole passive income thing. I don't think that really exists. I think you have to work hard. Passive income is just a marketing term for for a way to just somehow make money and do nothing. And that's not really realistic. You've got to put in a certain amount of effort in order to make a living. And then it's just constant work. Because if you stop, 
the internet realizes it, the algorithms look at these things. So if you stop becoming an author, it'll notice, and then they'll remove your books or whatnot. Unless you're somebody like Stephen King or Eric Carle, who can just have a fantastic book, and then you're good for the rest of your life. That's definitely something to strive for. Although Stephen King continues to write today. He's one of my biggest idols. And he continues to write today. Continues to put out incredible work. There's no such thing as passive income for him. He's just continuing to create every single day. And I hope that that's what you do. And I hope that's what you continue to do. And I hope I'm inspiring you and helping you with this content. And if you like this, subscribe. If you're listening to it on the podcast, subscribe. If you want more of something specific, let me know. Like, enjoy, share. Do everything you can to spread the word about being better and growing. At the end of the day, I just want you to grow and I want you to be successful in whatever endeavor you take part in. So I hope that this helps you out. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers.